Hello, America. It's time for Uncle Sam Says. And oh, today we've got an exciting program for you. Yesterday we talked about how the Star Spangled Banner was created, what caused it to happen, and, and a little bit of that story. Today we're going to finish that story with the song itself. But first I want to tell you about a couple other songs, hymns. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies. Oh, beautiful for heroes proved in liberating strife who more than self their country loved, and mercy more than life. America, America, may God thy gold refine, till all success be nobleness and every gain divine. O beautiful for patriot dream that sees beyond the years, thine alabaster cities gleam, undimmed by human tears. America, America, God shed his grace on thee, and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. And then, my country tis of thee, the last verse. Our fathers, God, to thee, author of liberty, to thee we sing. Long may our land be bright with freedom's holy light. Protect us by thy might, great God, our King. Okay, now to the words of the Star-Spangled Banner, and oh, Go hear it sung by some of the great ones. I just love the Star-Spangled Banner. It, it gives me goose pimples, and ah, sometimes I even cry. It's too bad we usually only hear the first verse sung at ball games and such. We should get to know all four verses. Now, even that third verse. Now, we dropped that third verse during the Second World War because we were good friends with England then, because eh, it doesn't say very nice things about England. Uh, Mr. Key, when he wrote that poem, he was feeling pretty good, and he was kind of gloating a little bit when he wrote that verse, uh, kind of rubbing it in a little bit to the English. <sighs> if, if I were to try to sing it now, I'd certainly lose my audience, but uh, I do want to read all four verses to you, and, and I'm going to kibitz a little bit as I go along just to explain some things and, and make sure everybody understands they tell us a lot about America. And because Americans became to love it so much, it does speak to who we are. Now, now b before I begin, I, I want to set the stage a little bit. Here are these men. They know the importance of Fort McHenry. They know that if this fort drops, if it dies, if it's, if it's captured and destroyed, that the British will have our country divided in two. They know that. It's awfully important. And here... They're, they're, they're prisoners on this British man-of-war, and all they can see through the night are those huge bombs. And can you imagine when a 220-pound bomb bursts in the air, they're going to have to feel a concussion of that thing clear out to the ship, which was uh, over a mile away from the fort, I'm sure. But that had to be a terrible night. And as it just first began to become dawn... The smoke was everywhere, but suddenly, all the noise and those Congreve rockets, oh, those, those, they, they, they made a red streak in the air, and they weren't too effective as, as doing damage in battle, but they made a terrible noise. They screeched, and they had this red streak, and they did explode, and if you were near them, I mean, it'd get you, but it was a terrible noise all night long, and, and... Suddenly, it stopped. It stopped. It was dead quiet. And there's no noise anywhere. And it was just barely getting light. And so here we, we have the doctor 
old Dr. Beans. He's, he's talking to Francis Scott Key, the young attorney that came out to get him, and, and he's saying, Oh, say, can you see, by the dawn's early light, what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight, or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming? Now, those ramparts were the big earthen breastworks that were thrown up around the fort to protect it. Or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming, and the rocket's red glare, and the, the bombs bursting in air. Now they gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say, does that star-spangled banner yet wave? Or the land of the free and the home of the brave? The doctor was worried. They were looking. They were straining their eyes, trying to see through the smoke and and the light just wasn't quite bright enough yet. They, they couldn't quite see. And the next verse starts. On the shore dimly seen, through the mists of the deep, where the foe's haughty host in dread silence reposes. Remember, after the cacophony, the, the battle all night long, suddenly it's silent, no more noise where the foe's haughty host in dread silence reposes. What is that which the breeze o'er the towering steep, as it fitfully blows, half conceals, half discloses? They're trying to see, they see something there, but is it a British flag, or is it the American flag? Now it catches the gleam of the morning's first beam, in full glory reflected now shines on the stream. Tis the star-spangled banner. Oh, long may it wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave. They finally see it. The sun's light finally lights it. It's not the British flag. Fort McHenry still stands. And then he begins that third verse that that we dropped during the Second World War because we were such good friends with England. But right then he wasn't feeling too shiny toward England. Uh, he didn't feel too good about it. And, and he says this, And where is that band who so vauntingly swore that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion a home and a country should leave us no more? He says, where are these guys that said such terrible things about us? He goes on, their blood has washed out their foul footsteps pollution. Man, they were so bad that even their footsteps <laughs> polluted. No refuge could save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. And the star-spangled banner in triumph doth wave or the land of the free and the home of the brave. They were feeling pretty good. The battle had not been won by the British. They could still see the flag. And they were just about ready to go home. They'd been promised they could. And then he gives the fourth verse. His attitude has changed. It's a verse of thanksgiving, of praise. And he says, it's almost a prayer. Oh, thus be it ever, when free men shall stand 
between their loved home and the war's desolation, blessed with victory and peace, may the heaven-rescued land praise the power that hath made and preserved us a nation. Then conquer we must when our cause it is just, and this be our motto, in God is our trust. And the star-spangled banner in triumph shall wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave. Thanks for listening, folks. Now go find someone who sings that song the way it ought to be sung and listen to it. I hope you hear it with new ears. Let's keep spreading the word and remember you're learning the truth. Tell your friends, speak with boldness, and keep your powder dry.